This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's overcast, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 20th of December, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Not too bad a day today weather-wise. We'll see some sunshine later on. A high close to 50 with calm winds. Clear tonight, low down to 30, partly sunny and 46 on Wednesday. Wednesday night's low 38. Now here's where the weather changes quite a bit Thursday. We could see a wintry mix late in the afternoon. Our high temperature Thursday, 44 degrees. That'll be about 9 in the morning. We'll see the temperature fall throughout the day, all the way into the mid-20s, and a lot colder when it gets dark. Along with that wintry mix, we'll see blustery conditions Overnight Thursday, our low 5 degrees. Friday's high, 18 with sunshine and gusty winds. Friday night, back down to 12 degrees. And then sunny Saturday for Christmas Eve, a high of 27. It'll be cold for Santa's ride on Christmas Eve. Saturday night's low, 15. And for Christmas Day, Sunday, sunshine and a high of only 32. Right now, cloudy and 39 at the KVOM Studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It is Ed Palladino, the mayor of Plummerville. He is retiring. Obituaries this morning. Mabel Claire Dennis, the infant daughter of Zachary Dennis and Samantha Cheryl Dennis of Moralton, died on Friday, December 16th. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Scott DeHart and Brother Russ Roden officiating. Burial at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. David Danny Leach, Jr., age 81, of Apollo, died on Wednesday, November 30th. Celebration of Life will be this afternoon at 2 at Lewisburg Missionary Baptist Church with Brother John Holbrook officiating. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood, Cremation and Funerals of Moralton. Albert Al N. Townsend, age 63, died Sunday, December 18th. He was a U.S. Air Force veteran and is survived by his daughter, Danielle Townsend of Georgia, one sister and one brother, among other family. Private memorial will be held at a later date. Arrangements by Nils Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Now 7.33, let's turn to news this morning. The Conway County Quorum Court has approved the county's operating budget for 2023. In the group's final meeting of 2022 Monday, Justices of the Peace passed the ordinance establishing the $6.9 million budget. The budget estimates total revenue of approximately $7.7 million for the county's general fund. The budget also includes a $5.3 million appropriation for the road department with a $5.4 million projected revenue for that fund. Also during Monday's meeting, JP's approved two ordinances to make final year-end adjustments to the 2022 budget, including the appropriation of over $100,000 in election expenses. An ordinance was also passed to levy taxes on the assessed valuation of all taxable property in the county for 2022. All real and personal property tax rates remain the same from 2021. A few levy district assessments have changed, however. Levy District 6 changes from $5 per acre to $2.50 per acre. Point Remove Wetlands changes from 3.125% per acre to $2 per wetland. And Levy District 17 changes from 4.09% per assessed benefit to 0.477% per assessed benefit. 
A resolution was also passed to redistribute the revenue derived from the 1% county sales and use tax. Effective January 1st, County General will get 57% of that revenue, with 28% going to county roads and 15% going to the county fire departments. Currently, 47% goes to County General, 38% to County Roads, and 15% to the fire departments. 735, overcast, 39 at the KVOM studios, warming up to 49 with sunshine today and calm winds. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch coming up on 737, overcast in 39 at the KVOM studios. Monday's meeting of the Conway County Quorum Court marked the final meeting for four justices of the peace who are leaving office December 31st. District 3 JP Ronnie Campbell, District 6 JP Billy Deaver, District 7 JP Jason Robison, and District 10 J.P. Terry Alvey. At the end of the meeting, County Judge Jimmy Hart recognized all four for their service to the county. For some folks here tonight, this is their last meeting. We've got some folks that are coming off, and fellas, we've certainly enjoyed and appreciated working with everybody, and uh, we've enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, some go home, some don't, some come back. We've got new folks coming in, and uh, looking forward to 2023. The four new JPs who will be sworn into office January 1st are Stephen Davenport for District 3, Brigham Jones for District 6, Jonathan Trafford for District 7, and Leslie Griffiths for District 10. The judge also recognized County Clerk Phyllis Giddens, who's retiring at the end of the year. Deputy Clerk Kathy Kordsmeyer will be taking over the role of County Clerk on January 1st. Arkansas lawmakers are expected to address the transformations to education funding when they begin meeting in January. Senator Breanne Davis of Russellville, who will be representing most of Conway County in the redrawn District 25 in the new session, is a member of the Senate Education Committee and likely lead sponsor of potential education reform measures. She appeared on Capitol View Sunday and said minimum and average teacher salaries will go up but the final numbers are elusive right now. We know that currently in the matrix, we give school districts upwards of $73,000 a year towards base salary, insurance, benefits for teachers, but there's no um, enforcement of that. It's funding, it's, it's a funding matrix and directive, but not a spending uh, directive. And so I think we need to look at that. Um, I also think we need to see what we can do to pay our teachers competitively. I mean, nobody argues that our teachers shouldn't be paid more. We all know how hard they work. Um, and we need to look at compensating them correctly for that work. Education changes will be high on the priority list in the 94th General Assembly, which convenes January 9th. Governor-elect Sarah Sanders has said reading improvement and school choice will be top priorities. Other legislative leaders have indicated that teacher pay will be increased now that the biennial school adequacy study has been completed. Davis said that lessening the bureaucracy and adding more resources to help teachers work more closely with young children on reading will find its way into legislation. 
The American Automobile Association is predicting 112.7 million people will travel at least 50 miles from home between Friday, December 23rd and January 2nd. The holiday travel period coincides with Arkansas seeing some of its lowest gas prices since May of 2021. On Monday, the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded gas in the state was $2.70. That's down 10 cents from a week ago and 46 cents from a month ago. Locally, the average price was $2.58 a gallon in Conway County and $2.68 a gallon in Perry County Monday. According to the AAA, about 102 million people are expected to drive to their holiday destinations this year, up about 2 million from the 2021 holiday season. While the falling gas prices might encourage more holiday travelers, cold weather and snow might impact holiday travel across the state. According to the National Weather Service in Little Rock, areas of light snow are expected Thursday from northern into central Arkansas. As a cold front moves into the state, Arctic air is expected to cause bitterly cold temperatures and dangerously cold wind chills. Forecasters say the Arctic front We'll move across the state Thursday, ushering some of the coldest air we have seen in quite a long time. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers has lifted the small craft advisory for the Arkansas River. Small craft advisories are issued when flows reach 70,000 cubic feet per second. While flows have receded, Corps officials urge boaters to always exercise caution when on the river. Before setting out in a pleasure craft, be sure to dress for the weather, check flow conditions, File a float plan with friends or family, always wear a life jacket, and give commercial towboats an extra wide berth for safety's sake. They are heavier than freight trains and not nearly as maneuverable as pleasure boats. It can take a towboat more than a half mile to stop. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. We mentioned at the top of the news that our employee of the day today is Ed Palladino, the retiring mayor of Plummerville. They're going to hold a reception for him today. 4 to 5.30 in the Plummerville Community Room. Family, friends, members of the community are invited to wish the mayor a happy retirement after 16 years of service to the city. The Plummerville City Council will meet tonight at 6 in the Plummerville Community Room. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Christmas gift basket valued at over $400. The second prize is a queen-size quilt and a Petty Jean Meats gift box. Tickets are a dollar each or six for five dollars. Those can be purchased at the hospital's front desk or gift shop or from any auxiliary member. The drawing will be held Wednesday. First Baptist Church of Russellville is presenting the Living Nativity, a live portrayal of the true meaning of Christmas, on the first Security Bank lawn on West Main Street in Russellville, Wednesday night, 6.30 to 8.30, and Thursday and Friday nights from 7 to 8.30. And the Moralton Board of Zoning Adjustment will meet Thursday at 5.30 p.m. in the City Council Meeting Room at Moralton City Hall. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or app. And you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 743, overcast and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. 
When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVN's News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Area schools are out for Christmas break this week, but conference play continues tonight for the Marlton High School basketball teams. Senior girls and boys will host Mina at Devil Dog Arena. University action is scheduled for 4.30 p.m. with the varsity girls game at 6 o'clock, followed by varsity boys. Marlton's girls moved up one spot in this week's Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball poll for Class 4A. The Lady Devil Dogs, who are 11-2 on the season, are ranked number two this week. Farmington is ranked number one. Star City is ranked third, followed by Nashville and Heber Springs. In the Class 1A rankings, Wonderview is once again ranked third. Mammoth Spring is the classification's unanimous number one team. Norfolk is ranked second. Sacred Heart received five votes this week to rank seventh, and Nemo Vista received one vote to tie for tenth in this week's poll. Bigelow is ranked seventh in Class 2A girls. In the boys' poll, Wonderview is ranked number five this week in Class 1A. Daredevils crowd number one county line, number two Mark Tree, number three the new school, and number four Nevada in this week's poll. Wonderviews, Caleb Squires had six points and three assists for the Hendricks College men's team on Monday, but the Warriors lost to East Texas Baptist University 79-54. The Central Arkansas women's team lost Arkansas Pine Bluff 61-57 in overtime on Monday. Lost the third straight for the Sugar Bears to fall to 4-5 and five on the season. Central Arkansas men play at Little Rock tonight. Tip-off scheduled for 6.30 p.m. with live coverage on our sister station 92.7 Jack FM. The Arkansas women's team puts its undefeated record on the line tonight with the Razorbacks play Oregon in the San Diego Invitational. Look at weather now on this Tuesday, and we've got humidity at 75%. West winds at 5 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.39 inches. Low temperature this morning 37 degrees. High yesterday was 47. A year ago today the low was 24. The high was 40. No in the last 24 hours at KVOM total for the year remains at 47.23 inches. Sunset this evening, 5.02. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.15. And forecast calls for decreasing clouds today, becoming sunny by this afternoon, a high near 49 degrees. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 30. Partly sunny day tomorrow with a high near 46. Then upper 30s for the low Wednesday night. And then... Temperatures come much, much colder starting on Thursday. We'll have high in the mid-40s Thursday. Temperatures really falling uh, to mid-20s most of the day. Strong winds as well, as high as 35 miles per hour. About a 40% chance of rain-snow mix there on Thursday as well in the afternoon. And then for Thursday night, partly cloudy temperatures continuing to fall all the way to around 5 degrees for the overnight low with blustery conditions, so strong winds. With those low actual temperatures, so uh, wind chill will be well below zero for Thursday night. Then on Friday, mostly sunny skies, high of only 18 expected. Wind gusts again as high as 30 miles per hour, so a lot of those strong winds on through 
uh, most of Christmas weekend, continuing Saturday as well. Friday night, a low around 12, and then mid-20s for the high on Saturday on Christmas Eve. Then we'll gradually start coming back up a little bit with the temperatures there. Uh, early part of, uh, of next week there after Christmas, but very, very cold. Starting Thursday on through uh, Friday, especially really through entire Christmas weekend. So take the necessary precautions there. And starting on Thursday, extremely cold by Thursday night. Right now, we have some clouds. 39 degrees in Marlton at 748 on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 752 now on KVOM. And it is time for our close-up interview this morning. And we are joined by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. And good morning to you, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. All right. It is... Uh, well, we'll just start a pretty exciting day here for the city of Marlton because we've got our Arby's opening up. Yes, they open at 10 o'clock today, and I think the first 25 in line gets Arby's for a year. Yeah, you might want to get there because I drove by to check it out this morning, and there were some cars in the parking lot. Oh, were there really? Yeah. Great. Yeah, so I think, I think there's some people waiting there they to, had a for that. They had invitation-only uh, ribbon-cutting last night. And, uh, I think it was mainly a family of the – workers so uh my wife and steph uh, and uh, donnie got to go to that and had a ribbon cutting and it was nice they got the food out very quickly they're ex- they're as excited i think as we are yep. to get open and uh it's going to be a great addition you know we haven't had that building open in like three years so that's going to be new sales tax dollars for next year Yep, understand. They lost. I understand they did a pretty pretty extensive remodeling. How that building really yes, looked nice. Yes, they did. It yep, so. looks really good. All right. You know the holdup was getting their parking lot paved, and they got that done last Monday night when we were having our council meeting. Yep. In good. between rains and so it and it really does. It's nice. Looks really good. Yep. I know people are certainly excited about that. That is opening today, and uh, of course it's. Talk about some other big things, I guess, as we wrap up uh, the year here. Obviously, a big thing that happened this year, getting the bowling alley skating rink open. Yes. You know, I, I think that it, I always say I think that's the greatest thing we've offered the city so far. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Kids are excited. You go out there and see them excited skating, bowling. Uh, we're having birthday parties. We've had a lot of Christmas parties. We've had people from out of town come up here to have Christmas parties and birthday parties. And uh, it's bringing people together. Uh, we haven't had, we've only had like one incident where we've had to kick some kids out, but we're serious about that. This is not a babysitting place. It's for families to come together. And hopefully you feel safe enough that you, if your kids are skating, you could be bowling. You don't have to have your eyes on them 100% of the time. And uh, we're getting good reviews. So 
I think it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Good deal. And our reward is seeing the kids happy and having a place to go. Yep. We've had a lot of uh, schools come, uh, incentive days, field trips, and uh, we had our senior uh, sneakers, silver sneakers, sneakers over there for a party. And <laughs> so I mean, it's it's just a great place. Good deal. Also getting uh, pickleball courts uh, built. How's, how are those coming along? Well, they're coming along kind of slow because, you know, they have to be above 50 degrees to do a lot of the work that they need to do. So they're not going to hit that for a little no, while now. No. So so that's kind of slowed that down. But when they're done, it's going to be a nice addition. We've got new lights there. Yep. Uh, one of the other things, you know, that we've been talking about is we've been working with Green Bay to uh, get soccer fields going. Uh, met with uh, them last week. Uh, the cost is kind of up there a little bit, and so we're probably going to have to have a temporary situation this year, probably at our ball fields, to do it right. You know, go to the go to Green Bay for for the ass to do it right. Yeah. You know, the big ticket items are sodding it, mm-hmm. uh, lights, and a parking lot. Those those are the big expense that are driving the cost up. So we want to do it right, and we want to make sure that we go to the Crest family with a with a good ass and be prepared for what they might ask us. So we're probably going to have to do a temporary situation this year so we can continue soccer. Soccer is a big deal. Yep. A lot oh, of yeah. kids play soccer. Okay. Um, also, this, this year I had a lot of street paving projects. <coughs> yes, we did. Uh, <coughs> the uh, state came in and did a lot of paving for us. I did Oak Division, Harding Street, and then through a state overlay grant, and they did uh, South St. Joseph, or North St. Joseph. We did South St. Joseph, Bridge, and uh, Branch Street. And so they, uh, with with the state overlay, we get that like every four or five years. We, you know, put a project on the list, and you stay on the list till you get it completed. So way over a million dollar worth of paving they did for us this year. Yeah, and yeah, and those roads. So are Harding right. Street looks really good now, mm-hmm. with all the paving. Now we got Arby's open, which mm-hmm. you know eliminates another empty building. Yeah. I was out, as we were out there last night. It looks like Subway's doing a big. Looks like they may be doing a remodel right okay. there beside it. There's mm-hmm. a big dumpster out there in front. So, all right, a lot of good things are still continuing to happen here. And had good uh, good sales tax collections this year. Yes, our sales tax was is up uh, over a hundred thousand dollars for the city and county together. One in this month ago, so we well, we should be way over that. You know, the last three years we've had phenomenal sales tax collection. Mm-hmm. Part of that is you know online sales tax being sent to us now, and that's helped uh, tremendously. And you know we haven't really lost any business, and we continue to gain a few every year, and and we. Like next year, we brought back the bowling alley and and Arby's, which were were uh, two businesses that we had lost sales tax dollars for years. So mm-hmm. you know that's going to help next year continue to grow. And yep. you know people are and then our, a lot of our local businesses have an online presence, mm-hmm. which is you know helped them uh, instead of people walking into the store. I think we had a good Christmas season. Uh, we had uh, a Christmas, good Christmas open house. We had spread the cheer, which kept people local which was the last push to keep people shopping local and i think that was good and we look ahead to 2023 what are some big uh 
big projects uh, planned for the city? Well, hopefully to finish the pickleball and tennis courts. We've given a hundred. Th we have a hundred thousand dollars budgeted for the gallery mm -hmm. to help them. They got eighty thousand dollars in grants yesterday. Plus, they have some of their own money to give them. We're getting trying to get ready for the for the 2024 eclipse and to try to get all of our buildings looking as good as possible. So with the Rialto uh, redoing the gallery and then we do the Wayland Holyfield place, which we're going to probably have to do that in phases. We're trying to get phase one ironed down so we can get that going. That will be a huge entertainment area right there because those two back, back, they back up to each other. So that's going to be a huge entertainment area for us. And, uh, you know, and it'll, you know, picks up another building downtown. We got a few more that we're trying to get fixed up to before the eclipse. We got another uh, mural plan for for next year at the uh, Ormond building. So that that's going to be nice. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah, looking forward to big things in 2023, and um, certainly, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll keep the keep the progress going. The yes. momentum that's been we built wanna, up. So. Wish everybody a Merry Christmas and try to stay safe. We do have a, our a sand and salt machines ready to go in case we do mm -hmm. get some weather this week. Uh, our guys have been working hard getting those things ready and getting us prepared. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that we won't have to get out and do that, but we are ready. Right. You know, keep a little water running. Check on your elderly friends. You know, uh, I know, I think... Rich called to see if we were going to have a warming center. I haven't heard yet. Yeah. To see if we, you know, last year we had one at the elementary school there across from the Southern Christian Home. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, it is going to get cold, yeah. so be dangerously cold. You know, yeah. be prepared. Keep uh, keep some water running so your pipes don't freeze. And, and the city is uh, trying to be prepared in case we get some ice. We will be closed Thursday, Friday, and Monday for Christmas. Okay. The way it fell, we, you know, it's a yep. long time, but. <coughs> yep. But uh, street, street crews will be out if needed. If, if needed, so. yes, they will be so. out. Good deal. And we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. You know, we do have a lot to be thankful for in our community. Our, uh, our policemen raised a lot of money to shop with a cop mm -hmm. and um, were able to help a lot of families that, Otherwise, we might not have a good Christmas. So, mm -hmm. very proud of the efforts. I mean, they raised thousands and thousands of dollars for that project. Yeah, yeah, it's great, great deal they do there, helping helping out the kids. All right, Mayor. Anything else for us this morning? Well, we just look forward to a good New Year. We'll have a swearing-in ceremony nine o'clock on January the first. A swearing. We got some. We got three new aldermen coming on board. I think that's the first time that uh, we've had that big a change but looking forward to working with the new guys mm -hmm. and uh, new ideas mm -hmm. and uh, keep keep working as a team and keep moving Marlton in the right direction all right yep. good stuff happening mayor thank you so much and merry merry christmas to you merry christmas eric thanks you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition